0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor Season 5. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter 2. And we are so excited to be back in studio. Yeah, yeah. Feels like we're in a real studio today. Yeah, yeah. This is, I think, studio version 4? Yeah, um, I'm. we're not really
1: sure how to count uh, remote. Um, we did remote from a few different locations, so mm. not too sure how to count that. But physical locations, we did. Our apartment. My house, your trailer, mm-hmm.
0: and now, now Courtney's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So pretty excited about to start football season, and I, like you said, season five. But we really don't know how to count seasons because every every baseball season and football season are their own season. So yeah, uh, I, I, and I think uh, this this football off season, there's there's talks within the
1: production team of making this its own season. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, um, I mean, maybe there could be some big Season 5 fans out here, but Season 5 may be a short one, so we can just go ahead and get to 6. Yeah.
0: We like even numbers here Going for Two with Jack, Did <laughs> it? Because Going for Two is uh, an even there. number. I still don't know what a prime number is. Business major, okay. Yeah. Finance, bro? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, but pretty slow summer. Yeah. Uh, I remember we did say, yeah, we're going to do some summer episodes on... Last I checked, it's still the summer, so... Yeah. Hunter, Hunter got married and forgot all about going for two. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the only thing that happened the summer in June. Um, that's worth noting in life. So I got married.
0: Yeah. Like we said last last year, I mean, whoever lost the series between us and Ole Miss, their season was over. Mm-hmm. And as far It as didn't I'm, say when their season was over. As far as I'm concerned, both teams ended their season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both both ended with losses. We lost to Tennessee, and they lost uh, Tim Elko. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The they're, yeah. Those are the same thing. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Podcasting. Um, yeah, it's been a, right while, right. been a while. Been a while. But yeah, I guess let's get into this. Um, All right. This do. is this is usually the part where you tell me what are we going to talk about. But I want to start a new trend of not telling them what we're going to talk about.
0: Yeah. Because
1: you know they could just listen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and like when i tell them what we're gonna talk about i kind of just say what we're saying yeah and then we get to it and
0: we don't and this for season five even if it's a short-lived season but we don't really have an intro yet like what i'm gonna say whether it's motivation or yeah this is writing. like a
1: season five exclusive that jack isn't going to have some um what what do you call it filler mm-hmm. In.
0: yeah Ultimately, that's what it is. It's yeah. Thriller.
1: But the second season six comes around. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we're so
0: back. Yeah. We're going to have so many ideas that we're probably not going to follow through with. We're, we're going to
1: follow through with like 5% of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, but I mean,
1: this episode, I don't feel like we kind of just realized, hey, we could record a podcast. So um all of our thoughts may not be the most thought out, but. We've tried thinking out our ideas before, mm-hmm. and it has worked poorly. Yeah. So most of this is just going to be going from the heart. Yeah. And, I mean, we've been keeping up with it, but it hasn't been, like, religious Yeah. as it was before.
0: Yeah. So uh, as we know, baseball season didn't end very, very well. And that's what we're going to start out with here is just talking about baseball and what little we want to talk about. So first thing is the draft uh, and how, how really good it was to us. Yeah. Uh, so we had some... Uh, some obvious uh, people Mm -hmm. get drafted and they're leaving the program so Logan Tanner uh, Landon Sims uh, those are the first two guys Um, I think Landon was considered a first round pick yeah first round comp uh, group, group A yeah. So he's he's gone. He's going to uh Arizona. Uh, Logan Tanner going to Cincinnati in the second round and then Jackson Fristo, Preston Johnson, Cameron James, Brad Cumbus, and one of our signees, he um, will also in the first round. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, uh, but um pretty much no one thought that we were getting him and there was honestly nothing that we could do to get him.
0: Yeah. Um so but everybody else in our signing class is is coming uh coming to campus and and we're excited to have them. Also Casey Hunt who did get drafted is coming back. And Luke Hancock it was kind of a surprise that he didn't get drafted anywhere in the twenty rounds. So he's coming back to campus. Uh, really, really excited to have some veterans and some young guys coming back. And um, man, my most favorite, importantly, most importantly, BHP, both-handed pitcher, Lucigente. We'll see if that name is pronounced correctly. It is. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I love uh, it so much. Yeah. So right. Where hand, is he from? Tell me. Curacao. Wow. You're but so born in the Netherlands. Then the Curacao, then Miami, then
1: I think I think it ended up being broadly Florida. Okay, right.
0: yeah. Now Stark. I didn't
1: I didn't I didn't body you that hard. Now it's uh, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's traveled the world, yeah. edited in God's country. <laughs> but honestly, great job by this staff. Um, yeah, apparently, it wasn't a thing uh, for previous years to bring in all the signees before the draft. I don't know if that's something before that's changed since the draft moved back i assume it is but all of our signing class except for the one signee that left was on campus Mm -hmm. before so everyone's together it kind of builds that like team aspect you don't have like your family like people talking on both sides yeah and it's just a team and apparently they're here yeah
0: get the job done yeah, and uh, in addition to all the guys that we've mentioned, there are also a few transfers that we've gotten in, and I don't know their names. We don't have really have these prepared, but we got a guy from Memphis, from Ball State, and from Sanford. I think did we get the guy from Texas. Yeah, you got the guy from Texas. Yeah. So there's mo- a lot. Most of these are pitchers, which is uh, the main downfall of our season last year. Um, and so you know we're excited to have those guys, and we did lose miss out on some transfers. That one went to Ole Miss. Uh, one went to. Um, don't worry. The message boards
1: quickly after he signed with Ole Miss says that he wasn't very good.
0: Yeah. That's the guy from Tulane, Ethan yeah. Groff. I think he
1: batted like three <laughs> I d I don't know about you, but I'd take that. hmm
0: A guy from Air Force went to LSU when he was rooming. Air to come Force us. I mean LSU
1: built a super team. Yeah. If they don't win, yeah.
0: The weird thing about it though is that you know we didn't have many of our much of our signing class leave in the draft, but LSU did, and mm-hmm. had a lot of transfers leave their program, um, and and had a lot of guys graduate and leave the program too. So I mean, they're, we're all kind of restocking in our own way, and uh, I think we're we're going to have more, we made more the best returning. out
1: of the draft. Yeah,
0: we had one guy taken.
1: Yeah, and
0: that. So, a lot of teams hit the hit the portal hard. We didn't necessarily, but the draft really helped us out a lot. So, mm-hmm. we're excited. Which,
1: apparently, our guys just weren't like big name guys, which you can take that however you want it. Uh, I know it's baseball, and like the stats are pretty much what they are. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are like, yeah, this guy. We got like a pitcher from somewhere, and he's like, yeah, I'd rather have him than Christian Little from Vanderbilt. I'm like, you know, I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> I was like... I'm not going to be willing to say that. I think it was Robbie that said he'd rather have the Memphis pitcher than
0: Christian Little. I'd rather have a guy I've never heard of than a guy who I've heard of. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, hopefully, I mean, I'm not sure how it could get any worse, but hopefully, baseball is. is the dogs way, are back. Way more fun next year. Bulldog country. Let's, Let's ride. ride. Yeah. Um. <laughs> at some point next year, uh, we should have. Uh, Parker Stanette back from injury. We should have Brooks Auger back from injury. Uh, and this pitching staff What's could be... What's up with Brandon Smith? Hey, Brandon, if you're if you're listening to this... I'm sport, not sure what he's doing. Where are doing? we, bud? Where are you? Um, but we're really excited to see the pitching staff kind of get revamped and hopefully make, an, make another trip to Omaha and get on the road back to winning another title pretty soon. So uh, next thing is what you're all here for probably, and that is football season. Um, and, man, I just got to tell you, this ceiling for this team... Is, is double digit wins. Yeah, and and and, and by d- double digit wins we mean
1: ten and two. Ten. Yeah, we're not going to go undefeated. We're not going to win eleven. No, not not even touch it. Well, I mean, we're not going to win ten, but no. that's the ceiling.
0: Yeah, if we weren't Mississippi State. hmm Like a Mike Leach team is going to have weeks where we look completely anemic. And I'm very scared that one of those is going to be against Arizona. Yeah, but we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, we have we have a lot of talent returning. We didn't lose much to the draft last year. Um, Martin Emerson being the main takeaway there. Um, but man, we have so and much. And Charles Cross. Charles Cross. Charles Cross is yeah.
1: by far the biggest. Yeah, forgot loss. All about that. But
0: Mikeai Polg uh, entered the, his name in the draft, but ended up being an undrafted free agent. And man, it's just we have so much returning. And compared to everybody in the country, I mean, we have a lot. Just everything. Coming yeah. Back. Um,
1: there was a. There was a nice chart by collegefootballdata.com, and um, it kind of showed, like, the returning production versus the total EPA, and EPA is uh, a nice stat that shows, like, how efficient people were, and the only people in our stratosphere are Wake Forest, Virginia, Fresno State, Ohio State is absolutely insane, <laughs> and Utah. Yeah. Um and one common denominator about those teams is people are high on them. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. And not really sure how this brings in to affect the transfer portal, but um, there is one team that is a major outlier. Yeah. On the bottom left, which means bad, and um, that would be Ole Miss. Yeah. So uh, we'll see if we'll see if football is a spreadsheet game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that and just some notable names that aren't in Oxford anymore this year. Matt Corral, uh Snoop Connor, Jerion Ely, Sam Williams on the defensive line. Um What a random good season by him. Yeah. I just still don't get it. It's crazy, crazy. Crazy stuff. Um let's see who else. Um, Wasn't there a receivers? Center?
1: Wasn't there a center? I think so. Yeah. Um, I mean, some receivers who I mean Braylon Sanders is gone. Mm hmm. Um,
0: yeah. Don'tario Drummond, Don Drummond's gone.
1: Yeah, uh, just a lot of guys are gone. Yeah, not saying and,
0: that they're that. That's that's not saying they're going to be bad. That's just their returning talent. Yeah, that that did everything for them last year. Not much of that is returning, so um, they they've got a lot of rebuilding it is, to do. It is. And they very, hit the portal very very yeah. hard.
1: So. Um, it's a very interesting way. Um, it's weird seeing them being the first team to really kind of embrace that as how you're going to build the team because mm-hmm. I mean last year he did it a little bit too but this year with it being full throttle I mean before the tr- transfer portal like went absolutely crazy I mean they were cutting guys from scholarship getting getting open spots ready and I mean they went out and got some dudes I mean yeah, got like the fourth best wide receiver, fifth best wide receiver from Mississippi State last year to come in and be their wide receiver one
0: so yeah uh, got Jackson Dart from USC, who I don't think is winning the quarterback battle to Luke. Uh, that, that's
1: a very weird situation right now. Yeah. Um, they got, got two good running backs, uh, one, from one TCU. psychopath and one from SMU.
0: The guy from TCU a psychopath? Oh yeah. Oh, what, what's happening with him?
1: Um, so his whole recruitment was absolutely insane. He was committed to them. Then like did some stuff where he's like, I think it was like. I'm just not gonna play. And then came back like two weeks and was at TCU. It was really good. But just kind of weird. You know. There you go. You know, a guy that message boards would be like, he just, he's just in it for the money. (laughs) He doesn't love it. Oh, yeah. He doesn't love getting CT.
0: I mean, I for one do. So, football guy. I don't ever wear hard hats. I don't ever wear helmets. I'm just... I'm just here for the CTE, right? I say this as I'm recording a podcast with a yeah, hard hat on. Yeah,
1: this is our first podcast with a hard hat. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so first thing I want to talk about is our guy, Will Rogers, who is in his third year as our starting quarterback. Um, but has three years of eligibility. Yeah, including this year, this upcoming year. He has three years of eligibility because COVID didn't count. And so he could play this year, play next year, and then play the year after that. So, and he could also redshirt in there. And so, he got injured. So quarterback recruiting is is going to be weird for us coming up. Except we're absolutely killing it. Killing it. QB <laughs> recruiting. Um,
1: I want to settle one thing before we get into this. I know last year we had stupid QB controversy. This year people are trying to make Sawyer Robertson the starter. Um, No.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we'll Will, Will through for 4,700 yards. Yeah. Um, and it's not a thing like... Like, Will Rogers is just far and away better. But it's it's a system where nothing that Sawyer Robertson can do is going to be any better than what Will Rogers I can. I don't care if Sawyer can throw more deep balls. Um, I've seen what Will can do with
1: his placement of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, his quick decision-making at times. Yeah, and, and honestly, at times last year, he was, like, an awesome leader for yes. this team. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure he was the entire season, and the, the year just didn't go how i mean you just get beat sometimes yeah but i mean there's just
0: monster games in there arkansas is one of them yeah that, that just was quietly and then auburn is, is the one yeah. that's going to jump off the page with six touchdowns and 400 something passing yards i mean it's 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 crazy stuff that, he's a, he's he's a, a guy that i'm sure if if sawyer is put in the same situations he could probably do the same yeah. thing but you're not going to take out one a for one b you know yeah and I mean, and I'm not. That's just assuming that Sawyer is just as good. We don't know that. Um, I would assume that if if Sawyer was miles and miles better, then he would be the starter. Yeah. But you know, he's not obviously. Yeah. Just want to get over that one. Yeah. Start the season. We'll see you later. Yeah. Whatever. So what's what's the national running back award? The dope. I don't dope know something. Well, we got two guys on it as always. Jaquavius Jaca- Marks and Dylan Johnson. Dylan Johnson. Yeah. Hugged, hugged my wife once. Yeah. Sarah's the reason that he came to Starkville. <laughs> well, last year we said that there was going to be a lot of improvement with our running backs because they're not 17 anymore and they, they've they grown a little bit. Now they're not 18 anymore and they've grown a little they're bit. They're veterans, bad. as some
1: would say. Yeah. And so they both they're, they're still back. have three years of eligibility.
0: <laughs> they're, they're coming back as really, really prominent pass catchers in our in our offense. They are they have a really big part in, in, in our air raid, but also I think – this is going to be a big part of, of Mike Leach Mike Leach's adjustment to the SEC and him kind of adjusting the air rate to fit what what conference he's in yeah. now. So uh, I think they're going to, to uh, run the ball a lot more yeah. this year. And
1: I think a lot of that comes from the running backs are going to be better. Yeah, I yeah. think Will will uh, – I know Dylan looks like insanely in shape right now. He cut down a little bit of weight and marks we we just know what he looks like in the off season. Mm-hmm. dude's just ripped yeah and i think that there will be more trust in will because because the whole thing is will makes the decisions for everything yeah, he has his he has ability to read he, he can, can he can do whatever at all times yeah. whenever he wants um so that's on will um i mean he should have chemistry with all these guys i'd like to see him rely a little bit more on them at times but I
0: mean, whatever works, I'm willing to take it. Yeah. Um, next big thing is the wide receiver room, which, as long as we're in the air raid, as long as Mike Leach is here, our wide receiver room is going to be awesome. Yeah. Makai um, Polk is the is the really big name that's left last year. 105 receptions, second in all of college football, to a but, guy with 150, yeah.
1: which is nuts. Which
0: is another air raid guy. Which is just, I mean, it's so which their air raid
1: is just air raid on drugs. It's like only <laughs> pass, like. Yeah. You'd Think Mike Leach is only pass. Bailey Zappy was just like it's like
0: playing Matt, playing NCAA, it's just four verts, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Makai Polk leaving, it's just a lot of production that we're gonna have to replace somewhere. But if me mean, think about Makai Polk, there wasn't just tons and tons of uh yards after the catch, mm-hmm. there wasn't many I mean, just like insane catches yeah there was like
1: five that you could count yeah
0: like and, and they're like in the back of the end zone i think just like 50 50 balls maybe and
1: it I against zone anyone's gonna be open if mm-hmm. they run that route yeah I mean, not, I mean not not like anyone's gonna be open but like we have got you get to that spot the spot is open yeah. against zone coverage mm-hmm. and he may have been really really good at reading the zone and getting to the right spot but it's not
0: like he was like devonta smith yeah, like just absolutely burning guys. Yeah, we're here to say it. like Makai Polk was really good, and you know, I whether we think the decision for him to go to the try to go to the NFL or was good or bad, whatever. Like he was good, but he's replaceable. Yeah, and so uh, we don't need somebody to come in and get 105 receptions and take his place. We need you know a couple of guys to yeah. step in and, and and have 15 more receptions. Yeah. Each yeah yeah, um, two guys can combine for one hundred and five receptions, and and we may not miss Macai. Mm.
1: Yeah, uh, and we and we have the room to do it. Um, so at the Z, which is the outside receiver, we have Caleb Ducking, Antonio Harmon, Jordan Mosley, and Xavier Thomas. At the Y, we have Jameer Calvin, which. He's only our tender cash, yeah. if I remember last year yeah. correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jaden Wally. They're kind of the one, too. And Janoris Hobson. I think he played some last year. No, he may be a new guy. Yeah. yeah. Then X, we have Rara Thomas, which he was great last really year. Really good down the yeah. stretch. And then Tulu Griffin.
0: And then at the H, uh, we have Old Reliable. Uh, Back for his ninth season with Mississippi State. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there
1: was a thing that... He was at like the you know like the bowl game practice mm-hmm. that recruits do. Yeah, he was at that with Dak in twenty fifteen. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. Like, like I think that that's right. It may not be, but I remember
0: thinking about this before, and I think I think I'm right, which is just hilarious. <laughs> oh, you look that up? Uh, we're gonna move on to offensive line. Uh, where we talked about everybody being back but Charles Cross. Um, so got got. What's your guy's name? Uh-huh. Oh, Charles. Oh wait. Who who we got back? Sorry, sorry. Let me pull this up.
1: Okay. Oh, I was doing some research. We're
0: doing O line.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: What's our guy's name? Or
1: oh, my favorite guy ever, Cole Smith. Cole Smith. He's he's just kind of like the utility man backup. Okay. Um. So we have Dollar Bill, which mm-hmm. that that that. that Remind me, that is Dollar Bill, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then at left guard, we have Nick Jones. And then we have Quinson Sharp at center. You know, he's going to be good. Cameron Jones at right guard. And Albert Reese at right tackle. Mm-hmm. We're going to be better at four of the five. Yeah. There's more experience. Yeah. We can't be worse at right tackle.
0: Yeah. We're going to be way worse at left tackle. Yeah. Left tackle is going to be tough. But, if he's okay.
1: Just like
0: okay if he's okay and will's decision making has gotten a little bit quicker and maybe mobility and you can do stuff if only one
1: guy sucks yeah like there there's ways to to get around it Yeah. but i mean at times last year it was like three guys suck at a time
0: yeah and the year before it it was five guys suck at a time i mean just like last year (laughs) you think about our baseball team um the pitching staff was what plagued us every every game. Like it was just like if, if we can go into a weekend with a fully healthy pitching staff, you know, I like our chances to make it back to Omaha. But this in football, it's the offensive line. I mean, year in and year out, that's what what that was our that's been our struggle with the air raid. So um, the offensive line being better is is the key to all of this happening. So um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how big of a big of a dent. Uh, it wasn't Dak. It was December twenty sixteen. I was a year off. Man. You just had to, to kick it with Nick Fitz for a little bit. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, just, just seeing how big of a, a hole Charles Cross leaves. I mean, obviously, it's it, it's going to be apparent, but I'm uh, just seeing how well we can we can adjust at left tackle. Yeah, so. I mean,
1: if four of the five are better, that's better.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: just depends how bad that one is. Yeah. And the one shouldn't be that bad because that one was already in the four. Mm-hmm. That. Like was was bad last year. Yeah, so and we and we're, it should
0: be better. And I think most of the um like guys we're bringing in are JUCO guys for offensive line. Um, I think we do have what did have one really good uh, LSU flipped commitment that's going to be on, on campus this year. But uh, a JUCO guy, I think, is going to be our left tackle. Right. Uh, right now it's Bill. Okay, gotcha.
1: Which is scary. Uh, there is Percy Lewis. Okay, um, I think he. Percy Lewis. I forgot where he was from. Is he just a freshman? No, he's a sophomore. No. Okay, I don't know who he is. Recruiting is hard when it's Oh yeah, he's a Gulf Coast Community College guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and he's a four-star. So, there we go. I'll take that.
0: All right. Definitely works out. Yeah. All right, Hunter, tell us about the defense. Defensive line, um I know Robbie said
1: it earlier uh this like week, he thinks that like midway through the year people are going to be like that mississippi state front seven is top two in the sec wow so which he thinks is going to be like one of those defenses for the front seven and honestly looking at it you could make a really good argument for that yeah uh the ends we could have Demonte russell and jordan davis on one side and then Jaden Crumby and Randy Charlton with a few other guys behind them. And then uh, in the middle, we have Cam Young, Nathan Pickering, Javon Banks. And there's just a lot of guys here. None of them are stars. Um, I remember last year, there was a ton of hype for Jordan Davis. And not not the Georgia one that runs like a 4'4 and like 360 <laughs> pounds and can do backflips. Man, not this, that guy. This one's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just your typical edge rusher. Um, there's a lot of hype, and then I think he tore his ACL last year, but now he's yeah, back. right before the season started. Yeah. yeah, he's back. He's healthy. I mean, that front seven was good last year. Yeah. So on to the linebackers. Uh, we're bringing almost everyone back. Uh, strong side linebacker, we have Tyrus Wheat and Sherman Timms, and then redshirt freshman John Lewis, which I think that's the guy that we were in the battle with Ole Miss on. Mm-hmm. I think George County. Somewhere. Yeah, that's right. Then middle linebacker, we have Nathaniel Watson, Nick Mitchell, and JaVale Jave Gilmore. And then Will linebacker. We have Jet Johnson, JP Purvis, and Avery Sledge.
0: Yeah. And what was the guy that you said was probably too good to keep yeah. off the field? Yeah, Will
1: uh Robbie said that, and I think that is Travion Williams. He's a defensive end. Okay. And apparently he is just nuts right now. Yeah. So Um I mean yeah. He may not start but we've seen kind of with this coaching staff people are going to be rotated in a lot
0: yeah and it's not a surprising if a guy just starts contributing like crazy i mean they get a scholarship in the middle of the year i mean christian ford uh was one of those guys yeah last like year. At
1: wide receiver especially we get these random guys like
0: before week one did you know who rah-rah thomas was
1: no <laughs> and i think he was on scholarship
0: yeah which is I, I, just, I mean, they just kind of come out of the water, Yeah, I you know? mean,
1: it's just whoever's clicking at the time. And, I mean, they'll put up big seasons for you. Mm-hmm. So, I guess going to the corners, um, probably are, honestly, you could say our biggest loss. Yeah. I mean, even more than Charles Cross. Yeah. Well, Martin Emerson <laughs> shut down
0: a mm-hmm. side of the field. Yeah. And it, he's, it, he, he's known for one play against Auburn where he didn't do that. But, you know, that's really the only time you ever heard his name. And that's what you want yeah, out of a cornerback. Yeah.
1: You heard of him... In his freshman year, like a loaf of bread, and then from that point forward, no one really threw at him. Yeah. Which was crazy, because you'd be like,
0: yeah, he's he's over there, but yeah. you would he, never... Forbes might be the flashier guy, because he had pick sixes all through that And Forbes is just insane. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And he is great, but... I love Forbes. He, he got, I'm going to stand Forbes so much. Because he got a year. lot of action, because Emerson was just getting ignored on that other side of the field. It's so weird yeah. how good Martin Emerson was. He's
1: with Cleveland, so mm-hmm. hopefully he does good, doesn't take too much from his quarterback. Um, so on the opposite side of Emmanuel Forbes is DeCameron Richardson. We saw a lot of him last year, and Asias Ferge is the next guy. Um, and then I'm going to go to safeties real quick because we have a few new guys. Uh, boundary safety, we have Jalen Green. Uh, field safety colin duncan and then bulldog safety we have jackie matthews he's a transfer from west virginia and everyone at camp has been saying that he is just extremely fast gets gets to the ball haven't really heard like other than wow this guy's fast much other than that yeah but you know speed kills
0: mm-hmm. that's right
1: maybe maybe that'll work mm-hmm. also I know people like love the term bulldog safety, but that is very corny. Yeah. Stop being being corny.
0: (laughs) All right, and then moving on from Brandon Ruiz in the kicking department, um, who are our kicker and punter? Uh, Punter is Archer Trafford, and then our kicker is. All right, you want me to say this one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, we got Massimo Biscardi. Now that thing (laughs)
1: is Italian.
0: (laughs) That thing is Italian, baby.
1: Uh yeah. Uh, he's from Coastal Carolina. Hopefully, he's good at kicking on green grass. Mm-hmm. Not blue grass. Just dropped my phone. Man, not even Kentucky, and
0: he's kicking on blue grass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Uh, so long guy, snapper,
1: uh, Mississippi State legend, Hayes Hammond. hmm That's right. Punt returner, take a guess, all
0: reliable. I mean, kick returner, Mr. Unreliable. Tulu Griffin, unreliable
1: targets in this offense. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Please target him.
0: <laughs> all right, teams be
1: like, I will, I will point. <laughs> that's we'll all his job.
0: All right, so that's gonna be it for what, are, what what our team's gonna look like. Now we're going on to our. How scene.
1: do you, I just, I just want to ask, how do you feel about the team? Not not like how are the vibes, but like how do you feel like about the composition of the team? The skill of the team compared to last year.
0: The fact that I'm I'm looking at all these all these different room like position rooms and seeing very few names that I don't recognize is really fun. Yeah, we're a very I remember like two
1: years ago when we had like all freshmen walk on playing at a time.
0: Yeah, it wasn't fun.
1: And now all of those guys are like three year vets.
0: Yeah, um, it doesn't always translate to to wins, but I mean. If you get into the fourth quarter, and it's, it could look at Ole Miss baseball. You're right.
1: I'm not wrong. You're right.
0: It doesn't always, but but you got to like your chances. I mean, you get late in games, you know, some teams, they've, with they've freshmen seen, are going to get to the hole. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've seen us go into uh, Athens, even though it was a COVID, COVID year, COVID crowd. Went into Athens, almost won a game there. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done just about everything except almost beat Bama. Never done that. Yeah. So, have we scored? Hmm. Not not offensively, nice. special teams has done it. But um, so now we're going to go into our season predictions. We even have some some fun hypotheticals. Yeah, I think go we're going to keep
1: this. the fun one till the end. Okay, but at first let's just go through our
0: two. Okay, so week one hosting Memphis. I one to know. All right, want to know for me too. All right, at Arizona week two starting at ten p.m. Oh yeah, I do want to say these are way too early season schedule
1: predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh. Way too early. Way too early. Could okay. could not be okay, earlier. Back to the action. Uh two and get against Arizona. That I'm, is a trap game
0: though. I'm gonna say two and Worst on. team in the FBS. Yeah. Okay. At LSU week three. Two and one. Two and one for me. All right. Bowling Green. Three and one. Three and one. A and M Four and one. In Starkville. You're staying four and one. Yeah, we own the I'm three and two. We're losing to A and M. The very next week we host Arkansas and I'm gonna say that we win that game. And you also say we're gonna win that game. So we are at five and one in my hypothetical. Okay, we're at four and two with me, and then we go to the bluegrass state that I mentioned earlier. We're going to Kentucky. We both say we're gonna lose that game um, because that- this rival- this 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 series. How many years has it been? That mm-hmm. the is it five or six? I think it might go back to 2017. That's insane. Yeah, the home team just wins this. Year. I don't
1: go back to 2017.
0: <laughs> what? your fanhood doesn't reach back that
1: far (laughs) it's insane
0: okay so um just for the fact that that it's going to be at kentucky i think we're both going to say it's a loss so i'm at four and three You're at five and two uh alabama the next week playing in tuscaloosa i'm at four and four Mm -hmm. all right you're at five and three next week we're hosting the other team from alabama playing auburn last year the 28 to three game what you got Five and four, we're losing that one. Another loss. Okay. All right, I'm gonna snap us off this losing streak, and I'm gonna say that we beat Auburn five and four, so we're both even now. And then we're hosting Georgia. I'm gonna have to
1: talk about my talk about my pick right here.
0: Okay. I'm um, going to six and four
1: with a win. Um, I don't think Georgia's that good. Um, hmm. They lost. What was the best part about Georgia last year? Defense. What did What did they lose? Like everyone from. Uh, defense. Who's their name? Their best returning player. Stetson Bennett. And I understand that there may be some better returning players, but. One hundred percent. Yeah, like like there's some offensive linemen in there, but. Ask anyone; they're saying, probably probably saying Stetson Bennett if they don't know. Like their offensive line and probably some corners and. Yeah. Some stuff, but. We played them in 2020. Weird year. They had a better offense then. Their offense was kind of like nuts. Yeah, and JT Daniels. JT Daniels. If Stetson Bennett was playing that game, we, we win. win. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, say what you want, that was a pretty good Georgia team. Yeah. That was just a weird year. But that was in Athens. Definitely not a sold out. Definitely only 70, only 40% crowd. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah, I was winning this in Starkville to bring us to six and four.
0: And obviously, I was losing that game, uh, so we're gonna be at five and five. Going to going to the next week, we're hosting East Tennessee State, the Buccaneers, and we're gonna say both giving us a win there. I'm six and five. Hunter's seven and four. Going to Oxford for the Egg Bowl to if, capped off this regular season. Dub day. Yeah, yeah, that's for both of us. All right, so I'm finished the season at seven and five, and my prediction, Hunter, you're eight and four. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: now, I want you to introduce our hypothetical.
1: Okay, so I was looking at this, and I was like, you know what? The schedule looks a little fun, and we've tried to predict the schedules before, and you know, it never really works. Mm-hmm. So here, you know, we're behind stats and analytics and everything. Yeah, like we're known for it at this point. So I crunched the numbers and I came up with at least the best theory I have. Okay. What if Mississippi State beat every mascot that wasn't a feline? And so, every team that's a feline we lose to. Right. Everyone else we beat. So we start off the season 0 and one against Memphis, mm-hmm. the Tigers. Then 0 and two against Arizona. The
0: Wildcats.
1: 0-3 oh, against LSU. Okay. The Tigers. Yeah. Then we're 1-3 and three against Bowling Green because they're like the Falcons. Falcons or something. And we're 2-3 and three against the Aggies because what is an Aggie? 3-3 um, three and three against the Razorback. Okay. I googled
0: it. Pigs are not feline.
1: Pigs aren't feline. So we're 3-3 three and three right now uh, after the Arkansas game. And then we get Kentucky. So we're 3-4. and four, You know, Wildcats um four and four we have a big upset against bama so mm-hmm. we're 500 on the season got some big win yeah <laughs> then auburn tigers you know we should have thought maybe War Eagle, equal we get a half one uh, but yeah auburn beats us four and five then we
0: then we host georgia and go f- get the win and then so, we're five so we've and beaten five. bama and georgia at this point and we're well, five and five. We did absolutely didn't have to Google what East Tennessee State's mascot yeah. was. The Buccaneers, not feline.
1: Yeah, we're six and five, and then in the Egg Bowl, um, racist isn't a feline. <laughs> so we're seven and five. So by our advanced metrics, uh, your prediction looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Seven and five, either way. And and that's 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 some hard hitting analysis you can only get from going for two.
0: Yeah. We also kind of uh, uh, messed around <laughs> with the idea that if their name has an A in it, that we don't, that we would lose to them. Is that mm-hmm.
1: right? Uh, I can't remember, but it was funny.
0: It ended at seven and five as well. Mm-hmm. Whichever way. We seven do. and five. I
1: am inevitable.
0: Yeah. So seven and five is is my prediction. Eight and four is going to be a good year. And like we said earlier, ten and two is the ceiling. What's the floor? The floor is that if we play. A,
1: Four uh, and
0: eight, I guess four and eight. But I mean, I, I wouldn't even say that. I'd say maybe five and se- I mean five and seven is probably more realistic because that seems like what we're gonna do. You're gonna have those random weeks where you just look unstoppable. But then we're gonna have
1: a random week where we beat LSU. Yeah, I mean it's it's. <laughs> Which, I don't even know if that's an upset at this point. But like beating Georgia, like the, that's just the craziness that's gonna occur.
0: Yeah, Bulldog Country,
1: let's ride. Right. So, on to our joint SEC predictions. Very proud of this, this year. I think we did it last year and it was a complete failure. Because mm-hmm. I think I had Georgia losing, like, four games.
0: Mm-hmm. So this year, how many games do you have them losing? I think I have them winning four games.
1: No, how many is it? Winning five. Winning five games. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a hypothetical. You know, crunch the numbers here. Yeah. Every... Away team wins, except for like a few because a few teams are stupid and have extra home games, uh, you know,
0: or weird neutral sites. Um, but go ahead.
1: Everyone ends up tied at what, five, and seven? five and
0: seven. and four and four in conference. Yeah.
1: Uh, and and the question prompt to go with this is: What school would be the happiest with that? Mm-hmm. And what school would be the most upset with that? I mean I
0: think the obvious answer is Vanderbilt would be the happiest. Vanderbilt came out number 1 in the SEC East. Yeah, don't know what the top records were used, but anyway, um 4 and 4 in the SEC, that would be a you know, an, Clark Lee an, would be an, right. infinite an infinite increase uh from their zero wins in the SEC last year. Um and then Alabama obviously. Alabama would be very upset.
1: With, yeah, Alabama.
0: Yeah. I mean Yeah, Vanderbilt how was, happy would we be? Vanderbilt's probably the only team that's gonna be happy with that. I don't I don't think we would Mizzou, be happy okay. with that. Uh, maybe so I think
1: that's an average Mizzou season in the SEC.
0: Yeah, so this is not even sarcasm. We think this is what's going to happen. Every away team is going to win every single game. Except for a few because
1: your team is stupid.
0: Yeah. Uh, every team is going to end at 5-7 and seven and 4-4 four and four in conference. And uh, we're just going to let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Let the tiebreakers fall. I guarantee you no one else is predicting that for the season. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Yeah. Now, the f- second that a home team wins a game with the exception of a few because y'all are stupid the second that a home team wins a game
1: I disavow this method uh, yeah, we will change to the other method where every home team wins and everyone's 7-5 and five. <laughs> and 4-4 four and four in the conference <laughs> except for a few because they're stupid and have extra home games alright look at you Vanderbilt a and M, I I think Arkansas I forgot who else South Carolina I think was
0: one of them yeah all right. So, Typical losers. As always, we're going to end this episode with some Instagram questions. And we thank you all so much for kind of answering our surprise prompt yesterday. Um, we got some good good uh, questions. And uh, so let's go ahead and get started. I'll be reading them out. So from Bryce Andrus, Mike Leach, Fortnite skin. All right. Um, Luke Mike Leach, Fortnite skin. Luke Meyer with question number two. Who do y'all think is going to step up and take Makai Polk's place in this offense? What you got? Who is the Z receiver?
1: Uh, Caleb Ducking, but Caleb. I don't really trust that that much. Yeah,
0: it's it's going to be a team of guys. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll just be a few guys getting five to ten more Yeah. Uh, each. I like it. Uh, there's not going to be a, a new Makai Polk that's going to have 105 receptions. And if, if there is, is, that'll be, it'll it be a sick. pleasant surprise. Yeah, it'll be very, very awesome. Uh, who do you think the top six quarterbacks in the SEC are?
1: You know, I'll tell you who isn't my number one. Will Rodgers? No, Will Levis. Ooh, okay. Threw for over 200 yards in one SEC game. And people think he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess let's just go ahead and do this. Yeah. Um number one is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It's Bryce Young. Yeah.
0: And although also this question is from Football James 17. Forgot to say that. Football James. Mm-hmm. Football, Jimothy. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Sorry, um, can't can't mispronounce that one. Yeah. So who do we, top six quarterbacks in the ACC? First of all, is the Heisman winner Bryce Young. Yeah. Second. Um,
1: are we doing this uh, back and forth? Or are we trying to come to a consensus?
0: You give me your your or I'll give you my number two. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say. Mm, I like him a lot, KJ Jefferson.
1: Number three, Will Rogers.
0: Okay, number four, Anthony Richardson.
1: Five, Spencer Rattler. Okay, and six. Uh... That's Quarterbacks kind of suck.
0: Yeah. Yo, is that Jack Abraham at Missouri? Ooh, that's fun. <laughs> Let's see. Who we got? You think Miles Brandon is going to be no. terrible?
1: No. Oh, I thought you were going to ask. Good. I think uh, Jaden Daniels has that job. Okay. If I had to assume.
0: Uh, let's we'll let's Levis. go hooker. Yeah, yeah. I think Tennessee. that's safe.
1: I think that's safe. Okay. We already took Anthony Richardson.
0: And I'm just assuming that KJ Jefferson Jefferson's going to have some weapons. I know Traylon Burks is gone, but you know, Arkansas. They're, they're going to be
1: good. Okay. I cannot let Stetson Bennett or Will Levis touch my list. Mm-hmm. Just, I will not stand for that. Mm-hmm. Um I like it. So let's, let's so review here. I I guess I guess Jaden Daniels would be my seven. Is okay. that seven?
0: Uh, we needed six, so we're oh, good. Okay. So Bryce Young, um KJ Jefferson, mm-hmm. Will Rogers, Anthony Richardson, Spencer Rattler, and Hinden Hooker. I like it. Hooker from seven Tennessee. Seven
1: would be Jaden Daniels. Remember like every week last year we would be like, Oh, let's pick this Arizona State game.
0: Mm-hmm. It's because of him.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So next is going to be from Sophia Flickema. Um and her question is predicted football season record minus 6 or excuse, 7 and 5.
1: Um I'm going to stand by the losing to cats um method
0: and 7 and 5. Okay. I like it. Uh the next one is from CJ Hunter. Standout offensive player and defensive player prediction. Will Rogers, Emmanuel Forbes. All right. Going chalk there. I it's like yours. it. Cheers. Um You gonna go chalk with me or are you gonna try to be different? You gonna try to be different? I'm gonna go Jordan Davis for defense. Oh, and I'm gonna go Will Rogers for offense. Oh, Next one cool. is from Share Cher How's married life, Hunter? It's pretty cool. How's how many days till your wedding, Jack? I have it's like seventy eight, something. Dude, like that's that. crazy. hmm I'm pretty excited. Dude, I can't believe we're married. <laughs> I'm talking me and Sarah. I'm talking me and you. How many days? We're married married to the grind of the podcast. You're already gonna be in my wedding. You just wanna nope make it official. (laughs) If
1: if I was marrying the grind, maybe. Speaking of the grind, on to our next (laughs) question. (laughs) I missed this so much.
0: (laughs) I was talking about Brittany Griner. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, yeah, do yeah, Brittany Griner. (laughs) that last question is it's going to be from the Campbell Flora Um, Ooh, we we actually might win 10 games this year we won't we We will not thank you Campbell Flora Uh, and that is going to be all of our Instagram questions so thank you all so much for um, like I said for responding to a question prompt after we've gone gone silent for a very long time Uh, it's so much fun to be back in the studio even if it's a completely different studio than we're used to We're excited to be bringing the podcast back to you. And um,
1: this is my first time doing the podcast with one monitor. I just realized that.
0: I was like, I don't really like it. I was like, why do I not have
1: room for anything?
0: Yeah, making a lot of adjustments, but we'll get back to normal pretty soon. And uh, hopefully, be bringing you some podcasts when season six starts at the beginning of football season. So, um, (laughs) all right, guys. Thank (laughs) you so (laughs)
1: much. I can't wait for the. Wait, wait. We can't end this yet. I can't wait for, like, the preview for Memphis to be on Season 5. And then next week, the review to be Season 6.
0: How about all of our previews be (laughs) Season 5 and all of our reviews Season 6? Just to, to keep them separated. Gosh, this would be toxic. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week on Going for Two with Jack Taylor. Bulldog
1: Country, let's ride, let's fly.
0: Bulldog Country, let's fly.
1: So I just want to make sure Bulldog season, country. season five, we're still talking after this, right?
0: Bulldog Country, let's fly. Yeah.
1: I wonder how much people have missed. There's really a lore
0: to going for two that people... Sometimes I think only Courtney and my mom listened to that. Yeah, I think we should
1: start having an after show where we just decompress after this. Mm-hmm. You just like hear the fan turn on, you hear the AC turn on, you hear me take a swig of water. You just
0: hear the grind,
1: and and you know we we just sit here for a second,
0: and we just you know.